Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. Granted, today's piece comes from CNN.com. It's an opinion piece entitled, How the 1619 Project Reveals Democracy's Only Hope for the Future. It was penned by Peniel Joseph. I'm wondering, I know that the 1619 Project very welcome, welcome on the very left on the welcome meter. However, this opinion piece by Peniel Joseph, welcome meter. Oh, I think he's woke, but I think he also has a very strong personal argument in support of what he's talking about. So it's hard to, you know, it's hard to call somebody woke when they think, hey, you know, we need to pay attention to what's going on with other people. He's definitely, well, he's definitely not MAGA. <laughs> but I think the 1619 Project is sort of above that. There's a level above wokeness that oh. this might be. Oh, interesting. All right. The first two episodes of the 1619 Project, a documentary series which premiered on Hulu, brings to life the Pulitzer Prize winning New York Times multimedia project created by Nicole Hannah-Jones by weaving interviews Graphics detailing data connected to race, slavery, and history, and incorporating recordings of voices of Americans with personal recollections of slavery, Jim Crow, civil rights, and voting rights activism. The series offers an experience that is both intimate and expansive. It demonstrates how individual biographies of Black Americans tell a collective narrative of the struggle for Black citizenship and dignity that remains the nation's defining story. It's eerily on the line of the same thing of critical race theory. Would you agree? I A little bit. I mean, the problem with critical race theory is critical race theory is just sort of anything. It doesn't have any general definition. It's just sort of like whatever I think it is is what it is. The 1619 Project is examining the history of black people in America, the history of slavery, the history of oppression and racism. So it's a little bit different. Critical race theory is basically saying that everything – Everything has to do with race. That's not what the 1619 Project is mm. saying. So it's slightly different. I think they're very different, actually. Oh, really? Yes, absolutely. Okay. You know, I've actually had lots of different arguments about, like, the 1619 Project and critical race theory. And the arguments always are, Richard Moore taught me this. I'm assuming you, too. Everything belongs, right? So would we be here sitting and having this discussion if we did not have slavery in this country? We wouldn't. It just did. It happened. We're here now, so then how do we talk about it? Well, but that's different than critical race theory. Critical no, race no, 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 okay, but I'm, I'm right. not, let's just go back to the 1619 Project. Okay. How do we talk about race, slavery, in our country, in a productive way, without everybody losing their mind? You bring up 1619 Project, Chris, race theory, people on the right go crazy, but it's valuable. It There it is. is history it is. in it. It is, and I think that they go crazy just like when an adult child says to their parent who was an alcoholic abuser and says to them, hey, you know what? I, th I really appreciate you getting clean, but you were abusive and you destroyed my life and I struggled my whole life. And they say, the adult says back to their, the parent says to the adult child, you know, why can't we just let this go? Quit bringing this up all the time. It's over. It happened in the past. You don't need to keep drudging this up. It is the exact same psychological mm, thing. So for black yeah. people, it's never gone away. They still struggle with this every day in America. I have really, really good friends who are highly educated, professional uh, African-American people, like doctors, lawyers, and they all struggle with this. They all say it's the same thing. I mean, it's like, like, I look at these people. It's not like they're conspiracy theorists. They are 
thoughtful people who are not trying to run my life into the ground. The problem with a lot of white America is white America does not want to be confronted with the ills of our past. It will say, hey, let it go. You know, we don't need to keep bringing this stuff up. We don't need to keep drawing attention to this. Well, I look at them and I say, hey, you guys want to have the national anthem at sporting events. You want to have the Pledge of Allegiance in the classroom. Why are we doing that? You're basically whitewashing a part of American history. You say, that's America, right? We have always taught how to be good Americans in this country. I mean, there are letters from John Adams to his wife right after the Revolutionary War where he called for mothers uh, in teachers and sense to say, raise our children with Republican virtues, small r Republican, which Mm. basically meant, how do you be a good American? This has been taught from the very inception of our country. So the 1619 Project are things like this are just trying to teach people, how do you be a good American? Yeah, so once again, this idea of that it's all bad. I don't think people are saying with the 1619 Project, America is evil. What it's saying is we had some practices that were horrendous at a particular point. And by the way, our country would not be here without them. And so we're here. There are good things about America and there are bad things about America. By the way, there are good things about me and there are lots of bad things about me. Lots. So nothing is perfect. There's nothing perfect in this world. So all we're doing is saying, give us the angle of how this happened and what is history of our country. Well, and by the way, this is not unique to the United States. The Nuremberg trials right after World War II. The Nuremberg trials where they brought all these well-known Nazis, Hermann Goering, and all these people uh, to, you know, to trial. The Nuremberg trials were not about punishing these guys. They were going to go to jail. They were, well, whatever was going to happen to them. Some were executed, hung, whatever. But what the Nuremberg trials were was a confrontation to the German people to say, this is publicly what you were part of. The German people didn't want it. They were like, I'm not paying attention to this. I yeah. was I was following orders. I wouldn't either. Well, but my point is the same I was thing. German. The same thing is with Americans today. Americans that are sitting in the suburbs in America, wherever they are, are saying to themselves, hey, I didn't have anything to do with slavery. And I, I have a black friend. Right. Well, that's not what this is about. This is about confronting our past and looking at how our past has informed our present. That's the reason when we study history, you know that I'm a history teacher by training and vocation for years upon years. And part of the thing you teach your students is, look, you're just you're under, you're trying to study history so we can understand where we are right now. Not so we could say, oh, that person was bad. That's yeah. why I have a really hard time when people say, oh, man, you know, we need to change the name of that school from Washington High School, you know, because George Washington was a slaveholder. I'm like, everybody was a slaveholder. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's like saying at any point in time, we have to look at the context in which the person is. You know how we can judge that Christopher Columbus was a complete and utter douchebag because his contemporaries at the time wrote and said this guy is a loser he's a terrible person he cheats his sailors he kills people indiscriminately he's a horrible human being Bartolomeu de las casas was a was a spanish priest who was on board the ships with him and wrote all about how bad columbus was you know what columbus was a jag we could get rid of columbus day the guy was an a-hole better off we could just say hey let's talk about the celebration of I think we should have an immigration day. Instead of Columbus Day, let's call it Immigration Day because that's what we're talking about. Italian-Americans like, hey, you're making fun of Italian-Americans. I'm Italian-American. We're not making fun of Italian-Americans. Let me, can I roll another grenade into this discussion then? Oh, boy. Let me roll it. So then how do you feel about reparations? San Francisco is literally thinking about paying every black historically person in San Francisco that can prove they've been here a long time, 
$5 million. Stupid thing thing I've ever heard of. And the reason I think it's stupid is that what's it going to solve? You're going to take this group of people, and all you're going to do is you're going to throw money at them. Yeah. They're going to spend that money, and the problems are still going to exist. Those you know problems aren't a- going away just because you throw $5 million at them. You know what it's a lot like? It's like Native Americans giving them casinos and giving them lots of money on tribal land. Well, I, and I don't have a problem with that. The Native Americans, they didn't yeah, give them casinos. Yeah, by the casinos. way, what you, you give a person that's been destitute and has land robbed and has people enslaved, and then you give them a bunch of money, you think that just like just giving them millions of dollars Helps them well, socially. We could, we could certainly have somebody who's uh, one uh, one of the um, Native American folks that are on these reservations that have changed the lives of of these people. I mean, the Native American issue is. I mean, whoa, that's a whole nother. I mean, we're really deep, touching them all today. Deep, yeah, Let's touch them right, all. that is Let's a grenade. <laughs> but but I think that the problem is, I would have a much, I would have a much less hard time if we said, hey, we need to effectively address this we need to have a day of reconciliation for america or a month or a year where we reconcile what's happened not oh woe is me hey you know what they did you know what the american soldiers did to the germans in these towns that were right outside of these concentration camps make them clean it up they made them walk by the dead bodies yeah and see what had happened we need to confront this i mean we just saw this last weekend with this kid, this young man, which a kid, 29-year-old skateboarder dude, uh, killed in Memphis by five black police officers, right? Horrific. I, wa- I, I forced myself to watch it. I am not usually squeamish, and I watched this, and I was like, this is the saddest, most tragic thing I've ever seen. I am literally watching a dude die. And I thought to myself, man, this is it right here. There, there is so much in this that it's not... Yeah. Three white officers and two black. It's all black officers beating to death another black man. And so I'm like, you know, where do we go? We need to have this conversation. You might not like this conversation. I don't agree with critical race theory. I don't agree with it because it's not truly defined. It just simply says that everything in this country is defined by race. Well, that's not good enough. That's too broad a swath in order to do that. I think we need to have a different kind of constructive conversation. I commend people that are pushing. I commend the 1619 Project. You might not like everything in it, but I commend it. I w- I've been re-watching the amazing documentary uh, Eyes on the Prize, uh, which is on, you can watch it on PBS. It's also on HBO. And it was it came out in the 80s. It's amazing. And it follows the civil rights movement in America from mm. the 50s to, at that point, the 80s. And it's just about what these people did and what they had to go through. And, you know, the, one of the cases on the Emmett Till trial how this this kid is brutally murdered by these dudes that admit that they brutally murdered him and nothing happened to him and i'm just saying look we've come a long way since uh since emmett teal but we still have a long way to go and and i i think these conversations are important yeah i don't know if we could fit any more big topics into this crazy what else are we talking about uh talking about Holocaust, gay rights. Let's throw that in go, there. Uh, nuclear war. Can we? I don't know what else we get in there, Brandon. Uh, I'd like to thank you definitely for teaching me today, Brandon. 